With a look ahead to an exciting show opening this weekend and kicking off a fantastic fall and winter of great entertainment at the Legacy Theater here at Springfield. Scott Richardson is here, director of the Legacy, and uh, to give us the full rundown. Welcome back. Great to have you on the program again. Hey, Jim. Nice to be here. This is really exciting, uh, the show that is opening this weekend. You've got a tremendous cast for a show that, as far as I know, first time it's been done on the local stage, correct? Okay. Locally and regionally. We're a regional premiere for this show, which we're really super excited about. Very cool. And if you're not familiar with the show, you're certainly familiar with a lot of the creative forces behind it. An amazing pedigree for this show. Tell us about it. Exactly, exactly. It was written by uh, Steve Martin, and we'd like to say yes, that Steve Martin, (laughs) and Edie Brickell. It's a... uh, it's a Broadway musical with a bluegrass flavor, and uh, it was on Broadway in uh, 2016 and had an unfortunately short life because it opened alongside of Hamilton. <laughs> and uh, so the only good thing about that is that that means it's closer to being done on our stage. The show is called Bright Star, and again, uh, Steve Martin, obviously known as an actor and a comedian, but also a a very good musician and really loves this sort of Americana type of music, collaborated with Edie Brickell, and they, uh, you know, have have performed musically together, but then wrote this show called Bright Star, Bright Star the Musical. What, What is it all about? You know, it's based on a real event that occurred in uh, the early 1920s in North Carolina. And the event, I don't want to give it away, but the event remains a mystery. So this thing happened. Nobody knows why or how this thing happened. So Stephen Edie wrote a story imagining what could have, might have been. Okay. And there we go. Uh, and so this is then set in in the 1940s. It's set in in between 1923 and 1945, and okay. we time travel back and forth. Okay. It, it, does the music then correspond to those periods in, in America in terms of the style? Uh, yes, somewhat. It's it's bluegrass flavored, and and so it all has that sort of Appalachian feel okay. to it. Um, but it also has a little bit of a Broadway pedigree, so it it's it dances a nice line. Uh, obviously, one of the great benefits of putting on shows here in Springfield is we have an extraordinarily talented community a community of, of actors and musicians and the backstage folks, too. But tell me first about your cast and uh, and who will be bringing Bright Star to life on stage sure, at Legacy. Sure, sure. Um, our, our leading actress is Mary-Kate Smith, who's love, well, love, love, love. well known to local audiences. And, uh, you know, when we contract to do a show, we, we hope that people are interested. You know, we never know if it's a show like Bright Star, if people have ever heard of it, you know, will we be able to attract performers? And happily, Mary-Kate was familiar with the show and was as in love with it as we were and uh, came to auditions and the rest is history. But uh, Mary-Kate's joined on stage by Levi Ermintrout, who's a recent musical theater graduate from Millican, who uh, joined us for Newsies a couple years ago. Jacob Dieters, also a local favorite, is playing another one of the lead male roles. Um, Cinder Reitzman is in there. Um, oh my goodness, let's see, who else? Uh, Flynn Hanners, Mark Wheeler, um, Zaxon Nation, Sandy Fritz, uh, Sherry Frechet, who was in Mamma Mia with us a couple yeah. of years ago. Uh, you know, and that's what's really fun too is you know you have folks like like Cinda who you know was or Norma Desmond in Sunset Boulevard and Sherry Frechet who was one of the leads in Mamma Mia, and they're in supporting roles in this show. 
and and it's so wonderful to just hear them, you know, harmonizing in the background and uh, and bringing their own special brand of wonderfulness to the stage. How do you go about bringing uh, 1920s to 1940s Appalachia alive on a stage in the heart of Springfield, Illinois? Um, it's a lot of theatrical magic um, and a lot of audience imagination, um, but we do it through costuming and wigs, which is you know much to the credit of Mary McDonald and Betty Ring, who are doing costumes, and um, Tammy Denora, who did the wigs. Um, the scenery remains constant through through the piece, but to help you get the, the sense of time travel, things move and rotate and whatnot. So you have, along with the music, the sense of, of traveling. Um, but it's it's just it's beautiful to look at and it's beautiful to listen to, which is really really special. You know, something we don't don't often talk about when we discuss shows like this, but uh, is is the orchestration for it. When you are doing a show that is uh, basically bluegrass music right. from this era, how how is your your pit of musicians structured to create that sound? We have we have some familiar faces and some brand new faces in in our in our uh, ensemble. All of whom are on stage, so there's no there's no pit. They're all on stage the whole evening. I think there's and pe- pe- people should know that pit is a term of art. I wasn't like suggesting we should right. throw all the musicians in a pit, but that is sometimes a- we <laughs> we should. Um, but uh, no, there's ten musicians, uh, a ten piece bluegrass band, and uh, it's led by Blake Martin. So are we talking guitars, banjos, what are we? Guitars, what are- banjos, mandolin, accordion, nice. piano, drums, cello, viola. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's a you know, and some of them pick up three different instruments and back and forth. Um, so uh, all of them, I would say, have have a bluegrass background or a bluegrass fondness. Um, but some some of the folks that are in the band play in bluegrass bands in the area. You know, as you said, going into this, even with auditions, you wonder, okay, do people uh, have a passion for the show? Do they know about it? What made you sure this was the right show to bring to the legacy? You know, we when we pick shows, we we pick shows that we think will delight the audience, and a lot of times that's a show that the audience doesn't know. So for us, it's a leap of faith because it's a very expensive thing to do. Some of these shows, you know, um, so you just cross your fingers and hope that there will be an audience out there for for this new thing. Um, and Springfield, I, I got to say, Springfield has not let us down yet. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we had a lady, I love to tell the story, we had a lady that, that came up to me last fall. We did a, a show called Violet that not very many people had, had heard of. And um, she came up to me in the lobby after the show and said thank you. She said she wasn't sure she wanted to come to the show because she didn't really know about it. But, oh my heavens, she's so glad she did because it was beautiful and lovely. And, and we both agreed, isn't it fun to see new things? So we will come back and tell you exactly when, where, and how to see Bright Star, the musical, on stage at the Legacy. And again, it opens on Friday night. It does, uh, and yeah. runs for for the next uh, two weekends after that as well. We'll give you the full details on that in just a moment. But I want to look ahead a little bit farther to some of the other things that are happening at the Legacy here in Springfield. So, what else is coming sure. up over the next couple months? Oh my gosh, uh, we have a crazy busy fall. Um, right after Bright Star, we have a uh, a tribute concert, uh, an Elton John tribute concert. It's called Dogs of Society. Um, and a local promoter is bringing that in and presenting that at the theater. Um, I, had, I had not heard of this, uh, but you know, when he brought it to us, we, we checked it out and we thought, oh, this is going to be 
really fun. Uh, the band is great. There's no tracks. It's a live band, and they are fantastic. And so anybody who has recently seen Rocket Man exactly. and needs more of an Elton John fix and have it li- there right live in your face, that'll be a great thing. Exactly. And that's October 25th. It is. It's one night only, October 25th. Okay. And then the next day, we go into what we're calling the Fright Fest, which is uh, for Halloween, um, we're doing a horror movie film fest. So you can cram seven horror movies into uh, the span of two days. So, you know, it's everything from, oh my heavens, let's try to think, The House on Haunted Hill mm-hmm. with Vincent Price all the way up to uh, Rosemary's Baby from the 70s, what we do in the shadows from just a couple years ago. So there's all kinds of different horror genres and uh, spookiness will ensue at the Legacy that And that's weekend. kind of neat. You can you can pick one or two and just pay for those individually, or you can buy a pass that gets you into all the movies. Exactly. And you're showing, how, is it seven? A total, I think yeah, I think it's total a total of seven, seven movies. Uh, over, over two days. So that's right. pretty exciting. If, right. you, if you really like movies, uh, one one ticket price can get you access to can all those. You and you can have, have the wits scared out of you all weekend exactly, long before exactly. Halloween. I, we are not doing a horror breakfast, but it starts right <laughs> after lunch. So, uh, so that should be pretty fun. Fun. And that was actually the the brainchild. We do this thing uh, in Jan- January through May called Mystery Movie Mondays, and this horror film fest was the brainchild of one of the audience members from Mystery Movie Monday, and they presented us with this question. You know, have you ever thought about doing it? And we said, Well, no, we haven't. Why don't you coordinate it? Oh, nice. So, so we worked together with uh, this couple who uh, had this passion, and uh, we've come up with an event. So. And Mystery Movie Monday is another cool concept. It's not that you're showing mystery movies. It's that the movie you're showing, people don't know what it is <laughs> the till movie, they get there. They... The this is the mo- what's really the mystery is how bonkers this thing has become. <laughs> is, you know, we just had this this nutty idea that wouldn't it be funny to, to do this series of, of, you know, the first Monday of every month, you come to the Legacy at 7 o'clock, and you don't know what you're going to see. And every genre is fair game. It could be musical. It could be a Western. It could be a film noir. It could be a comedy or a romance. We say it's it's everything except horror. We will not show you a horror film. Um, and it could be from the 1920s or it could be from two months ago. Oh. So it is wide open. I've really got to do that sometime. That just, that just sounds so like so much fun to not even know it. And then all of a sudden, it's it like, really ah, is fun. It's so exciting. Yeah. And, and even the people that are working at the theater don't know, literally, until the curtain opens. <laughs> That's you know the, you know the the guy running the movie doesn't know until he takes it out of the envelope. Wow, so, very cool. Um, but our the first year we did it, which was a couple years ago, you know, I my fear was that there would be five people every month, and you know you would get to know them intimately. My hope was that we would have fifty people, and we had almost a hundred and fifty. And then last year we had well over two hundred. So every first Monday of every month, over two hundred people would come to the Legacy. And wouldn't know what they were going to see. Now, is that happening right now, or is, is that on hold for a moment and resuming then in, in, in January? Right. I see on your website. Right. Yeah, we do January through May. Okay, so yeah, uh, and so people can uh, go to the uh, the Legacy's website. We will give you that address in a moment here too to check that out. Right, right. Uh, and we're almost out of time, and I want to touch on a couple other things real quickly. We talked about the Fright Fest in uh, at the end of October. Yeah, mid November, you've got another film festival, and I really, really love this idea too. Yeah, it's uh, it's our 1939 Film Fest, which is. Is, uh, it marks the 80th anniversary of what many consider to be the greatest year of movie making in Hollywood history. And so we have selected uh, six movies from 1939, from The Wizard of Oz and Gone with the Wind to Stagecoach and Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Uh, so six movies over the span of uh, three days. And again, you can come see all six or you can pick and choose, you know, whatever 
to light you. Very cool. Uh, there's a lot of other things happening, too. We encourage you to go to the Legacy's website, which is www.atthelegacy.com. To get full details about that, you can also get your tickets online for Bright Star, but tell people exactly when, where, and how to see Bright exactly. Star the Musical. Oh, well, Bright Star the Musical opens this Friday, October 4th, and it runs through October 20th. We have performances this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then for the next two weeks, we're Thursday through Sunday. And uh, yeah, I really encourage everybody to come out and see the Broadway musical you've never heard of. The Friday and Saturday shows are at 8 p.m. Sunday afternoon matinees, 2 p.m. When you go to Thursdays the next couple of weeks, that'll be at 7 p.m. on those evenings. 7 p.m. on a school night. And music by Steve Martin and Edie Raquel, and you had me at Steve Martin. That, that was go. enough to sell me right there. there I want to go. see the show. So go check out Bright Star the Musical and get all the other details at thelegacy.com. You have to write out all of that uh, as the web address to get there to find out more about what's happening at the Legacy Theater. Scott Richardson, as always, thank you. Jim, and thanks so much. Good to talk to you, and we'll talk to you soon.